0: And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords with Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam.
1: Good morning, Alina. Hope you've recovered well from Liberation Day, the one-day holiday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have. Yourself?
1: Uh, A little bit, a little bit, yeah.
0: (laughs) The funny thing about having just a holiday in the middle of the week is that you think you'll feel well-rested, but it just kind of threw me off my game. Hmm.
1: Yeah, especially when it comes on a Tuesday, it's a bit, <laughs> the timing of it is a bit awkward, I guess. Uh, if it was later in the week, maybe a bit more well-rested, but uh, yeah, still three days to go to the week. So, yeah. Uh,
0: it's funny. recovery
1: yeah. nonetheless, though, uh, just a, a small, short respite. So, yeah, <laughs> better than nothing, I guess.
0: All right, back to the grind. Uh, let's give our listeners an update on some of the major headlines for the last 24 hours. Uh, this is our first keyword of the day. Partners. So President Yoon has extended another olive branch to Japan in his Liberation Day speech, saying Japan is a partner sharing common values because it's an annual, uh, annual, excuse me, Liberation Day, a holiday that marks the end of Japan's decades long colonial rule. Uh, What was President Yoon's message? That seems to be not just divisive, but doubling down on his agenda. Can you run us through what the president had to say?
1: Yeah, it kind of differs a little bit from what previous presidents usually say on these Liberation Day speeches. Uh, Previous presidents usually stress uh, the democracy of uh, South Korea, the kind of the history and the uh, making of the Republic of Korea. But uh, this time around, President has put more emphasis on ties with uh, Japan and the US uh, as well. And he vowed to strengthen security ties with Japan. And he said the Upcoming trilateral summits, including the U.S., would also set a new milestone for their cooperation. And he said the importance of Seoul, Washington, Tokyo security cooperation is growing on the Korean peninsula and in the region. And he said that as partners cooperating in security and the economy, Korea and Japan can contribute to peace and security across the world, not just in the region. And he also stressed that in order to block North Korea's threats, South Korea, the U.S. and Japan must closely cooperate on reconnaissance assets, as well as share North Korea's nuclear weapons and missiles data in real time. And he added that Japan can serve as an essential military base for U.N. command forces in case uh, of a North Korean attack. And Yun also said South Korea will steadfastly in his words, implement the so-called audacious initiative referring to his administration's policy hmm. uh, on North Korea to build peace by overwhelming force. And he also stressed that Seoul should not overlook security situations involving partner nations, battling the same values uh, in other parts of the world. And he mentions cooperation with NATO, as well as supporting Ukraine in its war against Russia, saying such cooperation would ultimately help uh, protect South Korea's own freedom, peace, and prosperity. Uh, and he also blasted what he called anti state forces that he said blindly follow uh, what he called communist totalitarianism, distorts public opinion, and disrupts society uh, through false propaganda.
0: Uh, he doesn't exactly clarify who the anti state forces is, uh, but I mean, it is implied in his speech. Now, as we alluded to at the top of the segment, uh, President Yoon's speech got some mixed reactions from rival parties.
1: Yeah, certainly. Uh, the ruling party, of course, on the side of Yoon, the People Power Party, emphasized that the speech expressed a strong commitment to confronting anti national forces uh, threatening liberal democracy. Uh, the PPP leader, Kim Gyeon, said Yoon's speech encapsulates the determination to create a prosperous South Korea. Uh, that ensures freedom, human rights, and peace. Uh, so, basically, echoing the sentiment uh, put forward by President Yoon. Uh, the Democratic Party, though, uh, criticized it as a monologue by a far right YouTuber. And on the other hand, uh, Kwan Chi Sung, the senior spokesperson of the DP, said uh, there was no congratulatory uh, speech from the president and he questioned whether President Yoon was living in the era of the Yushin dictatorship. And he also questioned whether the president considers himself as the protector of democratic South Korea uh, against communist forces. So certainly some uh, mixed reactions coming from both parties.
0: And here's what complicates President Yoon's agenda to mentalize with Tokyo and his uh, means to focus on a more future-oriented partnership, our second key word of the day.
1: Yasukuni offering.
0: So, despite President Yoon's efforts to boost ties with Japan, uh, some contentious issues remain. Uh, this includes uh, the Japanese politicians sending offerings or paying physical visits to the Yasukuni Shrine, a symbol of Japan's militaristic past. Uh, 14 Class A war criminals are laid to rest there. What's the latest?
1: Yeah, so this is kind of an issue that always arises every year, especially at this time uh, of the year and uh, in late October as well, uh, when uh, some uh, offerings and visits have been made. Uh, Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida again uh, sending an offering to the Yasukuni Shrine. Uh, Since becoming Prime Minister in October 2021, Kishida has made uh, regular offerings uh, to the Shrine. And these regular offerings have happened ever since um the shinzo abe administration so it has been a uh, kind of a right leaning government in japan for quite some time uh, and in light of that uh, all the other subsequent pre- uh, prime ministers rather uh, of japan uh, have been offering uh, making offerings to the shrine uh, however uh, kishida hasn't actually visited the shrine in person mm-hmm. but still uh, does anger uh, Seoul nonetheless uh, but there are cabinet ministers and other politicians including the economic security minister Sanae uh, Takeishi uh, and some other politicians who have actually made uh, visits there in person this marks the fourth consecutive year actually that serving cabinet members have visited the shrine especially on liberation day as mm. well uh, of course this all angers Seoul which expressed deep disappointment and regrets over the moves Uh, The government here said it urges responsible figures in Japan to look squarely at history and show genuine reflection and repentance on the past through action. Uh, Now, Yasukuni Shrine's enshrinement of convicted war criminals and the visits by Japanese officials, for those who don't know, uh, are seen as acts that basically glorify Japan's militaristic past and have, of course, been a source of tension between Japan uh, and not just Korea, but uh, neighboring countries such as China uh, Mm -hmm. as well. So um, not really helping the cause, uh, especially Yoon's efforts to boost uh, ties Mm -hmm. uh, between Seoul and Tokyo.
0: All right, and we'll leave it there for now so we can move on to our third keyword of the day.
1: Yoon's father dies.
0: So the pre- uh, father of President Yoon, uh, Professor Yoon Gijung has passed away at the age of 92. It is a first, I suppose, passing of a sitting president's father. What's the latest, him?
1: Yeah, the first... Uh... Sitting president's father, right. uh, Moon, uh, the former president Moon jae mother, died while he was uh, in office. Uh, so the second president to lose a parent while uh, in office. Now the late Yoon was an honorary professor at Yonsei University, and he was also a renowned economist uh, as well. The presidential office said the senior Yoon uh, was admitted to Seoul National University Hospital recently due to illnesses related uh, to old age, and it added, uh, sorry, that Severance Hospital, I think it was, mm-hmm. and it added that President Yoon stayed. Uh, by his father's side during his last moments after uh, rushing to the hospital following the liberation day ceremony Uh, A memorial altar has been set up uh, at Severance Hospital for a three-day memorial service through Thursday. Uh, The president decided to hold the funeral for family members only to avoid uh, a vacuum in state affairs, because, of course, if all cabinet members uh, and Yoon's aides attend uh, the funeral, then, of course, that does leave a vacuum in the presidential office. Uh, But the family decided to accept a minimum number of callers, though, as the senior Yoon had been uh, long in the academia uh, space, and his former colleagues and students also expressed their willingness to pay tribute to him. Uh, ruling and opposition party, lawmakers as well as government officials did offer their condolences in person as well. Interestingly, including the Democratic Party chief EJ uh uh, for whom have had uh, some quite some tensions with the Yoon administration and uh, the president himself. Uh, the former president Im Young Bak also went to pay uh, his uh, respects as well. Um, Ex president Moon Jae In uh, sent a wreath uh, and expressed his condolences in a phone call to Yoon's chief of staff. So not a direct expression of condolences, but uh, um, uh, some uh, wreath sent to, to pay his respects nonetheless.
0: Mm. And with that, we move on to our fourth key word of the day.
1: Historic summit.
0: So despite the, uh, of course, impending funeral for President Yoon's father, it seems that uh, the upcoming Trilateral Summit will happen as scheduled. And Secretary of State Anthony Blinken of the United States says his summit to be held this week with South Korea and Japan will make a new era of their trilateral cooperation. What else did he have to say?
1: Yeah, he said the upcoming summit uh, will help strengthen their joint efforts to promote peace and stability, not only in the region, but around the world. And he also noted that the countries will likely hold regular meetings uh, down the road. And he was speaking to reporters after virtual talks with his Korean and Japanese counterparts to prepare... Uh, For Friday's summit. And he noted that the summit comes at a moment when the world is being tested by geopolitical competition, uh, by climate crisis, uh, uh, Russia's war of aggression against Ukraine, and by nuclear provocations as well. And he noted the summit will be the first ever standalone trilateral summit of the countries. And he noted that the Trinational Summit will cover a wide range of issues such as the economy, security, uh, emerging technologies, as well as greater people to people exchanges. Now, when asked about possible damage to Seoul-Tokyo relations due to Japan's plan to release this uh, treated water from the Fukushima nuclear power plant, uh, Blinken reaffirmed U.S. support for the Japanese plan uh, on the proposed release of Iranian assets uh, that are currently frozen in South Korean banks. He insisted the money will only be used for humanitarian purposes under full U.S. visibility uh, and he meanwhile also offered condolences to President Yoon for the loss uh, of his father.
0: All right so for now it seems that the trilateral summit will happen as scheduled if anything changes we'll let our listeners know my goodness this morning I cannot speak if I can create (laughs) sentences it would be nice all right.
1: It is a day after a (laughs) one-day holiday so understandable.
0: (laughs) That is not a thing but thank you. On to our final key word of the day mounting debt. So in a worrying trend, the number of people applying for debt restructuring is skyrocketing as they struggle to repay loans. Can you tell us the details?
1: Yeah so uh, with persistently high interest rates uh, as well as a delayed economic recovery concerns are rising about the increasing default rates uh, among borrowers even the delinquency rates of diligent borrowers who have been you know consistently repaying their debts is also rising sharply indicating a worsening situation of being trapped in debt Now, according to data submitted to the Parliamentary Affairs Committee, uh, the number of debt restructuring applications reached just under uh, 92,000 as of the end of June. Now, within just half a year, the number of debt restructuring applications has approached 70 percent of last year's total applicants. Now, debt restructuring uh, is a system basically that extends repayment periods, adjusts interest rates and reduces debt for borrowers. Uh, struggling to repay loans due to financial difficulties it is characterized um, into swift debt restructuring pre-workout and individual workout based on the uh, duration of uh, delinquency particularly there has been a surge in you know uh, swift debt restructuring where borrowers who are currently repaying their loans on time but are at risk of delinquency or have less than a month of delinquency are granted uh, deferred repayments or extended repayment periods. Uh, an analysis of the loan status of debt restructuring applicants also revealed that many held uh, multiple loans through various accounts as well. And of course, mm. that, of course, mounts to the problem um, also. So uh, Korea has always had uh, a problem of household debt and mounting household debt uh, and but debts can be characterized in both good and bad a lot of people of course take out debt uh, for investment purposes and real estate. But when those markets are also struggling as well, then those good debts also become bad debts as well. So good debts are basically meaning those that uh, people use as leverage to invest in things. But uh, across the board, it is a kind of a worrying trend at the moment, nonetheless.
0: When the economy is struggling, those good debt quickly turn sour. And that seems to be a predicament that we've been stuck in. We still have four months to go. So those numbers are subject to escalate much further than compared to previous years numbers adam thank you so much for your insights and having my back
1: (laughs) (laughs) always welcome
0: (laughs) see you tomorrow
1: see you tomorrow have a safe day
0: if you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live monday through friday 7 a.m korea standard time so tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input see you bright and early on good morning soul